Blog Talk Radio. That's right, it's going down. This is the Damage Report Live Radio, the MMA podcast. We are on episode 31, a uh, special episode today. Uh, it's kind of a second uh, part of the one that we had Friday with with uh, Alexis Connors. This is going to be her opponent, uh, UK Bantamweight, uh, Laura Haworth, and uh, just setting that up right now. Um, sorry about that. Had a little bit of lag in the computer. Once again, this Toshiba is working crap. Uh, so I apologize. Again, this is Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino. I wanted to give you a little bit of uh, MMA news highlights here that uh, for the area um, before I get into our uh, featured guest. Uh, just wanted to announce that... Uh, I saw that Gladiators of the Cage, Pittsburgh promotion, is going to be uh, bringing back USC veteran Chris Dempsey um, for a fight June 4th at Stage AE in Pittsburgh. Um, I was going to say it's kind of a tune-up fight for Dempsey, but really the opponent that they're putting him against is no joke. Um, it's <clears throat> Canadian native Adam Warhammer Hunter. He's on a five-fight win streak, and all five wins are by KO. So it's no easy fight, um, but it appears that the UFC is either loaning Dempsey out to Gladiators of the Cage for this fight as kind of a tune-up, or they're giving him the opportunity to work his way back up to the UFC. Either way, uh, local fight fans have a perfect opportunity to see a UFC veteran in action at his home territory fighting for Gladiators of the Cage. Dempsey used to be the middleweight and light heavyweight champion for GRTC. So June 4th, if you're in the area, definitely check it out. As well as we got that, we're looking at on May 14th, Ohio native uh, Stipe Miocic is going to be challenging Fabricio Verdum for the world heavyweight title. That's May 14th at UFC 198. After that, we also have two other uh, Pennsylvania slash Ohio uh, fighters going in action on May 29th. Uh, we have Jessica Evil Eye going up against uh, Olympic silver medalist, I believe it is, in wrestling, Sarah McMahon. And on that same card, headlining the fight in the main event is Cody No Love Garbrandt against Almeida. Again, that's May 29th on Fox Sports 1. Uh, you can check that out. So, a lot of local fighters in the area that are, <clears throat> excuse me, in action. The Pennsylvania Ohio scene is happening, and uh, again, like I said, th- this is kind of like the second part of the interview from Friday. We have uh, the other fighter that is going to be opening up the show for Invicta FC 17. She's a UK bantamweight. Uh, she has a 4-0 amateur record, 2-1 pro. Her name is. 
Laura Howarth, and hopefully we don't have any problems getting her on there. Laura, are you with us? I'm here. Okay, sorry about that. A little bit of lag. I apologize. That's my, that's my laptop. I do apologize. It's a piece of crap. And, and I just wanted to say thank you very much for taking your time out on a Sunday uh, to speak with us about your uh, Invicta debut. Uh, I really appreciate that. I woke up kind of late. I admit I was being lazy, and I just turned on my laptop, saw that my good buddy Jay there from Fresh Start uh, MMA hooked us up. We got connected together on the Facebook messaging, and I do appreciate your ability to uh, come speak with me on such short notice. I appreciate that. Thank you. My problem. Okay. Uh, You know, I, I... found out about you back whenever you were involved with Cage Warriors. Um, there's a fighter from uh, Ohio, or not Ohio, sorry, um, Orlando area. Uh, Jim Allers was a, a champion over there in Cage Warriors. So because of that, I was lucky enough to find out about these fighters from Europe and the UK that uh, people are just finding out about now. So that's how I first found out about you. But for people who may not have heard of you before, can you give us a, a, a brief uh, introduction, you know, where you're from, what your record is, and, um, you know, what gym you train out of. Okay, so my name's uh, Laura Howarth. Um, I train out of Gym 01 in Portsmouth. Um, currently, I'm just finishing my fight camp up here in Texas uh, out of Four Ounce and Gracie Baja Champions. Um, uh, I have a pro record of 2-1 and one and an amateur record of 4-0. and oh. I also fought Pro K1, which I am 6-0 and oh in. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I did not have that information available. I was going by off of what I saw in Sherdog, so I do appreciate that. Um, okay, so that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, can you uh, tell the listeners how you got started in mixed martial arts? What's your background in sports, and and like I said, how you ended up getting into fighting? Uh, so I I always enjoyed doing sports at school, but um, I started karate when I was eight years old, um, and I gained my black belt in that and moved into kickboxing as well. And I was training at a gym doing a kickboxing class and I saw a Muay Thai class and I thought, oh, well, that looks that looks interesting and jumped in on that. And then uh, I saw an MMA class and I thought, well, that looks good. Jumped in on that. And uh, I've, just, I've just loved martial arts all my life and uh, it's definitely something that I will always love and it's just kept me going really I, I really enjoy it I really enjoy the challenges it faces so it's good okay um appreciate that that's you know that's great um lost my trade up there okay so you did mention that you said you had boxing background and Muay Thai now do you classify yourself more as a striker or uh, a wrestler or how, how do you or are you more of an all-around fighter um, I'd say to start with, I, I, I was a striker, you know, my background is in striking, I've done it for 20 years, um, but where I've been based at Gym 01 for uh, almost three years now, uh, they they have a very good uh, grappling background and things like that, and I think it's just brought my whole game up to speed, really. Good, and, oh, excuse me, sorry, I'm going Computer's lagging again. I do apologize. Um, so what are your, your influences? Uh, are there any fighters that you uh, look up to as role models or you try to pattern your style after? 
Um, I think it's really hard to uh, copy people's styles. Uh, I like to take elements from different fighters and put that into my own game um, because everyone's different and everyone has a different way of doing things. Uh, I mean, since I've been here in Texas, I've really enjoyed uh, the way Tonya does her uh, ground and pound and the way she uses her pressure. Uh, when I'm uh, back home, there's a guy called Brett Caswell that I train with who has a very high-level judo background, and I like the way he uses his uh, wall work and throws and things like that, and I like to add things like that into my game. Uh, so, yeah, definitely um, just take elements from everyone. Absorb, Be like a sponge. Absorb everything that you can. That's probably the best way to do that. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. You did mention, you said, Tanya, and for people out there who didn't uh, catch that reference, that is the current Invicta Bantamweight champion, uh, Tanya Evinger. Um, can you explain uh, how has the time been there and uh, you know what, what kind of things are you learning from uh, training with the champ? Um, I mean, it's it's been great. Um, I've come out here. I've got no stresses from being back home, working, and all of that. I'm literally out here to train and do my fight camp. And it's made a massive difference, I think. Um, I'm able to pick more things up, um, you know, especially the way that they train and whether maybe back home I'm maybe training a little bit too much and, like, more tired than what I would be. Maybe that's because I'm not working or whatever. But um, when I'm out here, it's been really good. I've had some great training and I've picked up a lot of a lot of good stuff and uh, definitely be taking it back with me to uh, the UK. Um, I, I saw a note here. Uh, my good buddy Jay here from uh, Fresh Start said, I'm supposed to ask you about the time that Tanya shaved your head. Uh, last time I was in the States, I was in Michigan training um, at SFS and Tonya came down for a week as well to train. And um, I don't know, we were, it was my last day. We were having a laugh and a joke about and, you know, I have an undercut and it was getting a bit long and she was like, oh, I'll shave it for you. And I was like, well, let's shave something into it. And uh, she ended up shaving a, a man taking a dump in the back of my head. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I thought whenever Jay had mentioned that, that maybe he was talking like <laughs> a full shave guy. That is interesting. Okay. I'll have to thank Jay for bringing that up. It was um, pretty funny. The video's on Instagram. It's pretty good. I'm, I'll have to check that out. That's <laughs> very interesting. Now, you are um, set to make your Invicta debut. It's coming up next Saturday at Invicta FC 17 in Costa Mesa. How are you feeling about that now? And did it take a long time? Because when I spoke to your opponent, she said stories how, like, Ashley uh, Greenway had to wait almost a year from when she got signed with Invicta until they were able to actually get her a fight. But yet this one came together relatively quick. Uh, was that your experience or did you have to wait a while? And what are, you know, what are your thoughts about making your debut? Uh, I got signed to Invicta uh, a year ago, um, like a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, it's been over a year since I've been signed to Invicta. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited to get on the show now and show everyone what I can do. And, you know, I'm, I feel great. I feel amazing. Um, and I'm just ready to do it. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, – so what are your, your plans? I, I know this is – technically this is Sunday, so it's the beginning of fight week for you there. Uh, when are you actually going to – travel out to yep. California from Texas and uh, 
get to I guess what the weigh-ins are Friday. So when are you actually going to make the the trip to California to start preparing for the fight? Uh, so um, I've got some training here in Texas Monday and Tuesday, um, and then I leave Wednesday to go to California. And uh, my coach from the UK will fly in on Wednesday as well, uh, so I can touch okay. base with him and catch up, uh, do some pads and show him the new stuff I've learned and what we're going to put into practice and then make weight, eat lots, okay. fight hard. All right, I, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm in kind of a problem here. I, I love this matchup, but I also don't like it because I'm friends with both of you. You're both on my friends list on Facebook, so it's, I'm going to be, like, biting my nails on this one. But I have to congratulate, you know, Julie Kedzie because I feel this is an amazing fight matchup to start the, the card. So congratulations that you get to open this event. I even said to Alexa, I said, I, I honestly think that, that you and her are going to give Tanya in the main event a run for the money as fight of the night. Um, so what, what are your thoughts about opening up this yeah, event so. and, 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 you know, without giving away your game plan, you know, how do you, you think uh, the fight's going to go? Um, I think uh, it's, it's great to open the show. I don't like fighting late. It's nice to be the first fight and get it done. Um, and I think, yeah, it's a great matchup. Striker v. Striker kind of deal there. And uh, I, I'm just... I'm going to go in there and do my thing, and mm-hmm. that's it. I, I, don't, nope. I don't have a set game plan. I have uh, uh, things that I'm going to do should things arise, you know, depending on how she plays, depending on how I play. You know, you can't mm-hmm. – I don't think you can uh, really predict a fight like that with someone whose pro debut it is and someone who hasn't fought in nearly two years. Yeah. That's, that was one of the things that I, that I had asked your opponent. I mean, I, I said I didn't want to try to cause any drama, didn't want to, like, you know, promote any smack talk. But, I, you know, I'd asked her, and she was very respectful. She said, you know, she, she recognizes that you're, you're a very solid challenge and that she's hoping that you guys can put on a good show. And, uh, you know, she was kind of pretty much what you said. If it goes to the ground, it goes to the ground. If you're willing to strike, she's willing to strike. And, and she just wanted to say that, you know, she was thankful for this opportunity because, like you said, she is making not only her Invicta debut, but this is her pro debut. And, uh, you know, so, I yeah. mean, so, so what, I mean, I was bringing up that, and, and also through our conversation, I found out she's doing some training with uh, Invicta fighter Ashley Greenway, and she also has uh, Sarah McMahon, a yep. uh, UFC veteran in her corner. Ha- had that come into your mind at all? You know, were you guys preparing for that or did that just not affect you at all because I mean you do have a very tough uh, person that you're training with with Tanya Evinger the Bantamweight champion yeah I mean I'm training with Tanya um, back home I've trained training with Phil Harris who's a UFC vet I'm training with Molly McCann who's recently just won a world title oh. I've been training with all top level guys James Pennington James Brahman you know, these guys are all on the cusp of being signed. Their records are fantastic. So I don't think that her training with um, Ashley or Sarah that is going to make any difference in my game. Okay. Basically, you're going to do what you're going to do, and it doesn't really matter. But that, that's that's probably the best plan yeah, to go at. Yeah, pretty it. much. Um, now... Uh, kind of switching gears a little bit here. I, I should have got to this earlier, but I, I see that they have you listed as your nickname is Hothead. Can you, uh, on your ShareDog page there, that's, uh, can you 
tell us how you got that nickname and how that applies. I think I, 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 I heard it somewhere before, but for anyone who hasn't heard that, how did you get your nickname? Uh, so I got that when I first started fighting K1. Um, I've always, well, I'm ginger for one. Uh, and number two, I, I've always been a bit hot-headed in the gym, you know, like uh, I'd get frustrated with the guys and that would be it. I'd like see red and just throw down in sparring and then get told off for going too heavy. And, you know, I think I've calmed down a lot. Yeah, I definitely have calmed down a lot. But there's still those moments of hot-headedness where, uh, you know, I feel like I should be able to beat the guys all the time. But obviously, they're guys, I'm a girl, and, you know, it's not, not always possible. So uh, it's just one of them things. So I'm a redhead myself. But, well, it's getting more brown as the years go by. But, yeah, that, that was one of those things. I, I, I kind of related to that. I was kind of called a hothead myself. Before, so that was interesting. Um not not looking past this fight, but um, let's say in the future, say five years from now, where where do you see yourself in your career? Where would you like to be? Or what are your goals that you have set forward for yourself? You know, what would you like to accomplish? Uh, in five years, I hope to have a a good number of fights on my record. Um, you know, I'd like to fight three times a year. Um, I would definitely consider. Um, you know, the USC, if they wanted to come forward and sign me. Um, but, you know, I like to focus on short, short-term short goals. And right now it's just okay. getting as far as I can in Invicta and see what happens on the way. You know, I don't okay. I don't think I can predict 100% what's going to happen in five years uh, due to, you know, injuries or uh, people wanting to sign me, things like that. So, uh I think uh, the next the next year is my focus right now. Okay. Yeah. That's. Well, I, I didn't want to like try to make it sound like you were looking past your opponent or anything like that. But that that's that's reasonable that you're saying setting short term yeah. goals as well as well as having some long term. Uh, that sounds cool. Um, so you said that you got signed by Invicta a year ago, and that you know this fight's finally happening. How has your experience been? Um, on your, have you had much interaction with uh, Shannon Knapp and, and Julie Tedsey, or is it kind of like you were just like in a holding pattern until they were able to find an opponent for you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I had brief contact uh, with Julie here and there throughout the year, uh, but nothing, nothing solid until obviously being signed for this fight, and there's uh, a lot of backwards and forwards of emails and things to make sure everything's in place. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. And, uh, okay. yeah, I, I'm excited to meet them and, uh, you know, let them see my personality and, you know, hopefully, you know, get on some more shows. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I was I was really impressed whenever this fight announcement got uh, made, you know, because in Invicta there seems to be, there are no easy fights. There's no throwaway fights. And, I mean, with, like, like say the UFC perhaps, sometimes those fight pass prelims, they're kind of like throwaway fights. You know, they're like, okay. And you almost never see anybody in the audience, but this one, I mean, starting off the show, it's, it really could be fireworks. I mean, you have two accomplished fighters and you know, it's, it's, you know, both you, I mean, I I seen you say on on Facebook or Jay even said it about you. Nobody really wants this fight more than you do. So, I mean, that, that's, that just shows how, how well Julie and Shannon are. They, you know, they're bringing in top-notch fighters from all over the world. 
you know, here you are, you're from across the pond in, in the UK, and and they're bringing in the best there to fight up-and-coming fighters here. So, so, I mean, what were your thoughts on Invicta as a whole as a promotion? Like you said, you know, if the UFC would like you to fight, you'd go there. But what are your thoughts on Invicta so far? I think, I think Invicta is a fantastic promotion. I think it's a great promotion for females and I think they're doing everything right. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we need to get a few more girls on uh, fighting a bit more regularly and things like that, but um, they're a great promotion for what it is. You know, m- my reasons for signing towards the UFC is obviously uh, the pay is going to be quite a bit higher, but, you know, I I, I think uh, Invicta and UFC are on par. I think... Uh, uh, Invicta has a, a better talent pool in the female weight classes, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's a great promotion. Yeah, uh-huh. good assessment, I believe. Um, I'm gonna switch up gears here a little bit for you. I mean, now that since you've come over to the states, um, has there been anything that is sort of like you've developed that's a guilty pleasure, whether it be like a food that you're kind of binging on now that you didn't whenever you're back home or is there a TV show that you didn't really know whenever you were over there, but now that you're in the States that you've seen and you just, you know, you can't watch uh, anything else, but it, you know, have you developed any kind of guilty pleasures like that? Uh, well, I think uh, everything uh, food wise is a little bit bigger and a little bit be- better in America. Um, we went mm-hmm. to a crawfish party when I first got out here um, and I haven't really had that before, and that was pretty awesome. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, and, yeah, I, I just love the lifestyle of being in America and training in America, and it's uh, it's definitely a great place to be. Yeah, okay. I was, I was hoping you didn't say that all of a sudden you developed that you had to watch, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians or something like that. <laughs> it's good to see that you're not falling down that Oh, no, we have that in that England. One. I don't even watch that there. <laughs> Okay. Now, Ronda Rousey has said before that, like, whenever she's fighting, she's always looking towards the end so that she can eat her hot wings. Is there any kind of something that you, like, deprive yourself of while you're in training camp so that when the fight is over, you can say, oh, this is kind of like my reward? Is there anything that you have like that? Um, Well, uh, I've taken a good liking to Olive Garden and their breadsticks, so uh, I'm pretty looking forward to uh, having some of that after uh, weighing in. But, um, I mean, for me, I eat pretty healthy a lot of the time anyway. And uh, I enjoy good, nutritious food. And to be honest, to go home and get back and have one of my mum's roast dinners will be uh, will be something special. <laughs> she better cook two joints. There you go. All right. Um, now, recently, uh, The Ultimate Fighter Season 23 has uh, just started. We're two episodes in. Have you had an opportunity to watch any of that or have you been busy with training and if you did get to watch any of it what have you thought of uh, the ladies that you saw in there that made it into the house um i have seen a couple of the uh, fights to get into the house but i haven't seen the full episodes because uh, it's on the same time as we're training and things and you know you don't really get a chance to catch up but i probably will catch up when i get back home um obviously you've got abc amanda bobby cooper in there um good friend of mine now we've trained together a bunch of times and um mm-hmm. i really hope she does well um and kate jackson you know she's been in the game a long time and from the uk so i'll definitely be 
rooting for her. So they're they're my two to keep my eye on, I think. Yeah, that was one thing. I mean, uh, Amanda, was she's also on my friends list, and I said, gun to my head, she's my odds-on favorite so far this season. And it was kind of strange whenever they – I thought she was the most impressive out of the fights to get into the house. That's definitely her. And I believe J.J. Aldrich is fighting upcoming Wednesday, so I'm going to be looking forward to that. But Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to – we've got probably about 10 minutes left here, so I'm going to give you an opportunity here if uh, – you want to mention any of your sponsors, your family, your friends, anybody? I'm going to give you about five minutes. You can do whatever you want with it. You can, you know, give thanks to your sponsors, your family, your friends. Shout out to your training teammates, your management, whatever you want. I'm going to give you that opportunity. Okay, cool. So uh, first off, I just want to say thanks to uh, everyone uh, here in Texas that I've trained with, um, coaches Jeremy Mahone and Aaron Pena and obviously Tonya as well. Um, you know, they've they've been a big part of this camp and really helped me. And my gym back home, Gym 01, and all the guys and girls that I train with there. Uh, my coach Brian uh, is flying out on Wednesday, so it's going to be good to see him. Um, and my striking coach, Gareth Johnson. Um, they've got me in to where I am. Now they've elevated my pro career and it's been great to have them on board. Uh, Physiques Nutrition, uh, D.D. Dean, he's fantastic. He's made this weight cut a breeze as per usual. Um, Alex Backhouse Strength and Conditioning. Um, do all my conditioning with him when I'm back home and uh, it keeps me in great shape. And Troy Bradley at 3DFC, he's an osteopath and movement specialist and he keeps me in good shape. Um, and then my main sponsors for this fight are Mal Fightwear, Fighter Alias, The Scalper, Roger Mittelin, and Smoking Photos. Uh, they're going to Smoking Photos are going to do some great pictures when I get over there, hopefully. And uh, Mal are doing all my uh, fightwear for the fight, which is going to be good. And then we've got Iron Draw, Jaw, who are doing my custom gum shield, uh, Pain Dealer, and Dragon Doe. So it's great to have all them people on board supporting me. And obviously, I need to give a shout out to all my family back home. Uh, my dad's going through a pretty hard time at the moment uh, with illness or cancer and um, it's hard not being there helping to look after him and things so um, shout out to my mum, my dad, my brother, my sister my nieces and nephews, you know stay strong and I'll be back soon and you know we'll do some cool family stuff and uh, yeah that's that's it, that's me I'm ready to fight, okay. go home and celebrate with my family let's go <laughs> that that's pretty good. Now now did I forget is there anything that I, I forgot? You know, I, I mentioned that whenever I sent you that message. Is there anything that I forgot to ask you that you definitely want to talk about? Um like I said, we have about about three and a half minutes left, so I'm a, I'll let you you can talk about you anything you want to did I meant and then I'm gonna mention your uh your social media links that way people can find you. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So uh, we got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They're all the same. Laura Howarth MMA. Uh, hook me up if you want to drop me a message and say hi. Do that too. I'm all cool. I'd love to have the support and uh, speak to you. All. Definitely okay. And, and like I said, I mean, it's I've I've been a fan since you were at Cage Warriors. I mean, I was so happy to hear whenever you got connected with Jay and and Fresh Start, and now that that you're signed by Invicta, that's I think this is going to be the beginning of big things for you. And, and like you said, you know, hopefully you'll be making a splash. And I definitely, like I said, I, I feel this, this could be fight of the night. So pay attention. If you're not in Costa Mesa, people, 
get on UFC Fight Pass. It's going to be the opening fight, and it, it should be exciting. These, these are two very talented women. You know, they're good strikers. They're good at grappling. And from what I've seen, uh, video of both of them, you do not want to miss this fight. So um, that's Invicta FC 17, May 7th, from Coast Mesa, California. Again, this, this is Laura Howarth. I want to thank you very much. Uh, again, taking your time out on a Sunday, very short notice. We just hooked this up in a couple of minutes. So I, I do appreciate that, Laura. Thank you very much. And uh, best of everything on your fight. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much. Okay. All right. Have a good weekend. <clears throat> and there you have it, the Laura Howarth uh, interview. Uh, this is the special episode here, number 31 for the Damage Report Live Radio. Um, like I said, I want to go back over some of those fights there after I get this. Like I said, th- this is going to be it's going to be the opening fight, and and just kudos to Julie Kedzie and Shannon Knapp for making this fight. Um, like I said, it, it took a while. For, to get Laura uh, an opponent, and you know, I, I know Alexa had been waiting a little bit of time before they found. It was a little bit quicker for Alexa, but hey, I'm so glad that you know Julie knows what she's doing. They made it an excellent matchup to start off Invicta FC 17. Like I said, it's going to be on UFC Fight Pass. So if you are not in the Costa Mesa, California area next Saturday, get on to UFC Fight Pass. You're not going to want to miss this fight. They're both making their Invicta debut. Alexa's making her pro debut also in this fight. And these are just, like I said, they're two exciting exciting women. They're very talented. They, they are both excellent strikers. And, you know, they're willing to take it wherever it needs to go. And, like I said, it's going to be one of those fights that I seriously, and I'm not just saying, I'm not just, you know, trying to, I'm, I'm not doing my, my Joe Rogan, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, no, this isn't hyperbole. This is not hype. This is legit. This is going to be a barn burner. There are going to be fireworks on the opening bell on. So you do not want to miss this first fight for Invicta FC 17. Laura Hothead Howarth versus Alexa Connors. I mean, like I said, you, you definitely want to see that. And I, I'm so grateful to both fighters for taking the opportunity to speak with me on this. Um, you know, I, I'd like to get them both back later date as their uh, careers continue because, like I said, you do want to remember these names. If you if you didn't know much about them before, watching Victor FC 17, you are going to like what you see. Um, these ladies bring it. They're not afraid, and they're very talented. And they are going to be names that you are definitely going to be hearing throughout the rest of 2016 and on in this 2017 and beyond. Um, like I said, that's next. Friday is the weigh-ins. You can check that out on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, it'll probably end up on YouTube later or Invicta's page. Uh, but you definitely you want to check out Invicta FC 17 next Saturday, May 7th, in Costa Mesa, California. Um, like I said, going back to other fights that are coming on recently, like I said, UFC 198 is coming up May 14th. Uh, title fight is the main event, Fabricio Verdun versus uh, Cleveland's own Stipe Miocic. Um, I give Stipe uh, a better than average chance in this. It's, it, it's, it's, you know, it's either one. I believe I, I had called uh, Verdun beating Kane Velasquez, and people called me crazy. And, you know, I was right. 
And this is one of those fights, it's not a given. Uh, Stipe is a tough, uh, Verdum is very experienced, very talented, and very dangerous. But this is a fight that either one of them could, just as likely as the other, win the fight. Um, it would be nice to see the heavyweight championship come to Cleveland. Um, you know, my buddy Paul out there, Cleveland strong. Um, I'm sure he'd like to see that. And like I said, also, later that month, we have Sarah McMahon going up against Cleveland's own Jessica Evil Eye, May 29th. On that also is Cody No Love Garbrandt out of Team Alpha Male, but he's from the Ohio, Pennsylvania area originally. Cody No Love Garbrandt going up against Almeida in the main event. Co-main event for that is Henan Burrell versus uh, Jeremy Stevens. Um, <clears throat> co-main event I'm going to give to uh, Burrell. Main event, Almeida's tough, but I just don't think there's anyone stopping Cody until he gets to the top five. That's when I think Cody's going to be seriously challenged. Um, you know, I just, I, I made a comment uh, the other day how I was saying that uh, Demetrius Johnson is wiping it up in flyweight, but he's not serious about fighting anyone outside of that division until he surpasses Anderson Silva's record of most title defenses. That seems to be DJ's uh focus and his goal. He wants to beat that, and then he'll think about other things. You know, he hinted at wanting to have a super fight between him and uh, Dominic Cruz because Cruz is one of the two people who has defeated Johnson. And I said that, you know, Demetrius might be saying that, but Mighty Mouse doesn't want any part of of Dominic Cruz. I don't even think he would want anything of Cody Garbrandt. I think Cody could beat Demetrius Johnson at a catchweight fight say 130 or even at 135. I mean, I definitely think Cody is that good. So I got Cody beating Almeida, Burrell beating Stevens. And, oh God, I hate to say this because I, I like both Jessica and Sarah. They're both on my friends list. I've interacted with both of them. They both signed cards for me, so it's tough. Um, it's one of those ones you wish both people could win, kind of like it with uh, the Alexa Connors or a Howard fight, but obviously this is fighting, and that's not how it's designed to be. So if I had to, I'm going to pick Jessica I to win by decision over Sarah McMahon. And then, like I said, the big announcement, Gladiators in the Cage. Really, they, they, they got a good one on this one. You know, I mean, the Pittsburgh MMA scene is bumping. Um, you know, Gladiators in the Cage putting out quality events, uh, Pinnacle Fighting Championship putting out quality events. You know, both promotions have excellent fight matchups. And um, for the you'll see to allow Chris MC to come down and do this fight, whether, like I said, whether it's just a tune-up fight. Because as of yesterday, whenever I saw this announced, um, Dempsey's profile was still on the UFC website. And usually if they cut a fighter, they announce it, and they delete the page immediately. His page was still on as of yesterday after this fight announcement was announced. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's the UFC kind of letting them on loan. They've done that before. They allowed uh, Houston Alexander to do that, uh, where he was on loan to a local promotion in his home state of Nebraska. Um, 
So it could be that. It could be where they cut him temporarily and they're allowing him to fight his way back up. I don't know. Whatever. Pennsylvania MMA fans, this is your opportunity to see a UFC veteran, Chris Dempsey, 11-4, from the Matt Factory Wrestling Club. You know, he's coming back to Gladiators of the Cage, and he will be fighting June 4th at Stage AE in Pittsburgh, going up against a very tough Canadian, Adam Warhammer Hunter. It's going to be at middleweight, 185 pounds. And like I said, Dempsey, he came off of that. You know, that was he was winning that fight, his last fight, um, until he didn't. You know, it's kind of weird to say that, you know, he was winning the fight until he wasn't, but it literally was that he got caught with a head kick and it was over before he even really had a chance to recover. And, but he was winning the fight, in my opinion, up until that moment happened. So um, a very, very tough uh, Dempsey because, you know, he has a win over uh, an ultimate fighter winner, a very, very tough uh, friend of the show, Eddie Gordon. Um you know, Eddie Chuck Gordon was no joke, and Dempsey uh, got a decision win over him. So this fight, you know, between Dempsey, a local favorite, and, uh, excuse me, Adam Hunter, who is on a five-fight KO win streak, is going to be good. So June 4th, get your tickets now. You can check out the Gladiators of the Cage Facebook page. Or you could call 412-403-8954. I just got that off the Gladiators of the Cage Facebook page uh, post on this. Um, get your tickets. Do not want to miss Pittsburgh MMA action. Trust me when I say that, folks. Um, again, like I said, I, I want to thank Laura. I want to thank Jay from Fresh Start MMA, you know, a good friend of mine. Um, he's the one who helped hook this up. I woke up a little late today. I was lazy. I was going to get on it, and I was like, I really wasn't hoping, not hoping, I really wasn't expecting for it to come together this quickly. We had been talking about it, and um, I was like, probably not going to happen today. Uh, Hopefully, I'll have it Monday or Tuesday, but the later in the week, I knew it was going to be harder to get this, and I woke up, and Jay was in the process of making it happen. So, thank you, Jay. Big shout out to you. Big ups, my brother. Um, thank you for that. Also, before time runs out, I want to give a shout out to um, Doc Howie. Got that Zion X band there, X I O N X dot US. Check it out. I want to say thank you to Brian Vello of VellosVinyl dot com, V E L L O S V I N Y L dot com. Uh, check them out for vinyl lettering. Um, a big shout-out to my buddy, uh, Burt Watson, Babysitter of the Stars. Thank you for that shirt. Like I said, still wearing it. While I'm at it, I want to thank Tommy Toehold. You know, he uh, he's helped me out a lot in promo videos for me. He helped me out with my project appreciation. So thank you, Tommy. Check out his videos on YouTube. The guy is funny as hell. He's a comedic genius with what he does. It is so realistic in the stuff that he does that you would think that he was actually making news instead of comedy and parody. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And as always, uh, looking for sponsors, advertisers for the show, very reasonable rates. Hit me up um, on my Facebook in the inbox. It's facebook.com slash zenrhino, Z-E-N-R-H-I-N-O. Um, very reasonable rates. Not only will you get mentioned here on the Damage Report live radio, I'll mention you in my uh, Articles on zenrhinomma.blogspot.com over in the videos that I post on my YouTube channel, all of my social media, 
I will get you exposure to the max on all of my pages. I've got over tens of thousands of friends, followers, subscribers, listeners, readers, viewers. When you add it all up, I've got over 10,000 of that or more. The reach, whenever you count all my social media, is is you know in the tens of thousands, probably even hundreds of thousands. Who knows? I'm I'm not gonna over exaggerate that. It's it's you know I got some pretty good exposure. So contact me. I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to do product tests. If you have shirts, equipment, anything like that, I will I will test your equipment, test your service, test your product, whatever it is, and I will give an honest and fair review to my people that listen, watch, and read what I do. Um, and that's it for another episode. I want to thank you again. This is the Damage Report Live Radio. This was episode 31, the Laura Howarth interview. I'm Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino. Thank you, and hopefully I will have an episode for you on Friday. Stay tuned on in social media. I'm looking to book a guest, and if I get the person I'm looking to get, I will announce it. So thank you again, and I am out. <laughs>